Welcome to episode 31 of the Alex Unger podcast. Uh, this episode's me and Kyle again doing our movie stuff. We got a lot of topics. Uh, we're going to review Home Sweet Home Alone, everyone's favorite movie of the year. Um, and then Clifford, the Big Red Dog. Is this just called Clifford or Clifford nope, the Big Red Clifford, Dog? Nope, it's Clifford the Big Red Dog. Okay. And then we're going to talk um, our, I think it was five we yes. had. Five favorite movies we watched as kids. Kids movies that we watched growing up. I think that's kind of how we'll do it. So as a little like way to stop this. Uh, so Kyle and I, I, I kind of wanted to go a little bit like what was going on. Like, I don't know, movies that came out when I was a kid, except for one. Uh, I think you could be able to guess which one it is. But we said it, uh, it can't be out past 2008 because we were yes. 10 years old at that time. And we were watching, you know, we weren't really kids at that point. Not really. I mean, you are, but like, not really. So, it can't go. It can't come out past two thousand eight. And then, I wanted it to be. It can only be from nineteen ninety eight to two thousand eight. But then you brought up a good point mm. that a lot of the movies that we watched, you know, were you know older or not like old, older, older. But you know, you, you watch some classic movies or something like that. Some classic Disney movies. Like Snow White was made in the thirties. Yeah, that did not make my list. Spoiler alert. Uh, but, didn't make mine either, but I watched it a lot as a kid. You know, s- stuff like that. Because I said that, like, I w- it's not on my list, but I watched The Jungle Book a lot growing up, so... But it's not there. So, um, also, I'm just going to apologize. I have a little bit... I'm a little stuffed up. You know, it's that time of the year. So, if you hear me sniffling, I apologize. So, like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just... It, it was really... Like, I was at work today, and it was great for the first, like hour of the day and then I got real stuffed up for the next hour and then after like my lunch break I was great and then I drive home and I'm like shit here, come, here it comes again so hopefully it'll, it'll be it'll be, be gone but like I don't know if this happens to you but when I get like a runny nose or something like, like that it is runny for like 10 minutes and then I'm done for the day uh, like no, I don't so get it like, for like for a me minute. it's it, it's all day long yeah I nightmare. don't get that anymore like it's just like 10 minute or like even a half hour or something like that, and then it's gone. I'm done. Like it's I don't know what it is. My body just might be very impressive. I won't say that, but you know. Um, okay, first topic. Uh, this hits home to you, but I said this in the last episode. I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption too. I'm fully sucked in. I am. It's because it's one of the greatest games ever. It is fantastic. I think it says I'm 30 percent of the way through, but that's oh, like you have so much. I know, I know. I'm still in chapter three. Well, that's not like story. That's like everything in the game. Oh, I know. Yeah. So, because Matt's also playing this right now. But Matt and I, I've realized two very different play styles for this game. I am like mission, 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 mission. That's all I'll do. Whereas Matt is like, he just goes in and he just hunts. And I, oh, I love, the haven't hunted. So much fun. I haven't hunted once. I just it's don't do so it. so fun. And anybody, like, even the past, like, Far Cries, I don't hunt. I don't care. I'll just do the I missions just, to play the game. I literally just free roam. I, like, if I see a mission nearby, I'll do that. But, like, if I'm on my way, I see, like, an animal or a side quest, I'll go do that. And then once I'm completed with that, I'll go on to the main mission that I was doing. Yeah, okay. like, I'll yeah. see, like, buffalo or, like, a bear or something like that. Or, like, a le- like, maybe even a legendary animal pops up on my map. And I'll be like, oh, I want to go find that. And then, yeah. Yeah, I've only killed the... So I've only done the legendary bear because you do that for a mission. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't done I went anything out and yet. Found 
all of the legendary animals and fish. And I found all those. I hate fish. Oh, I don't yeah, know what it is. is I just don't. It doesn't do anything to me. I was like, uh, oh, what's Jay, what's Marston's kid's name? Jack? Yes. No. Yeah. Uh, where he's just like, in the game, he's just like, I'm bored. And I'm like, me too, dude. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I get it. Like, you have to do that. And then you, there was one mission where you're with Dutch and someone else and you're fishing. And I'm like, man, I'm bored. <laughs> I just like, just want to get this over with, like, get to the game. Uh, even though 90% of the game is just riding on a horse. I still love it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's the best. So uh, I didn't know how your play style, because I was going to ask you if you're more like me or Matt. But like, I'm like I get, right like, in the middle. I just, I, I, I like just being like immersed. And I'll just, I love I'll doing do everything like the, on my own pace. I love doing the like strangers stuff. Yep. Because like some of them are just absolutely bizarre. Like I ran to one guy who is in charge of like this carnival with air quotes. Um, and I had to find some of his animals. And oh, it's like, yeah. oh, I need yep. to find a zebra and a lion. Even though the zebra is just a, a donkey painted uh, white and black. And then the lion is a, I think it was a cougar or something like that. He was running a bit of a scam. Yes, he was. Oh, no, the lion was a dog. And then the tiger was a cougar that they just painted. So I had to find those. Those, I had a lot of fun with that. And then I love just like the random like people you meet. Not like the stranger things, but like the, uh, like you're just, you know, going on the road. And then someone's like, hey, mister, like, see over this. I love the one where I just came up and. Uh, it was just a KKK meeting. Oh, I dude, love that. That was, the best that was so funny. All of those people. I just it was watched. Fantastic. I just oh, sat I... back there and I just watched them. And like they like, there's like a cross behind them, and they're going to set the cross on fire. And everyone get, catches on fire if you just wait long enough. Oh, see, I was watching for a little bit. Then just went with my shotgun and killed them all. See, I was thinking about that, but then I'm like, let's see where this goes. <laughs> I want to see how much they have planned. And what they have is they mess up lighting up the cross. And everyone catches on fire except for the Grand Wizard, who then walks up to you and goes, why didn't you stop him? I'm like, what do you mean, why didn't I stop you guys? I was so, like, I was just amazed watching it. It was so much fun. Because I'm just sitting there. It was probably like two are minutes. You pro, are you pro KKK, Alex? Is that No, I so just, fun? it was more of, I want to see what's going on. Like, I want to see where they go. Because this game is so, like, it's, it's so realistic. It's so ridiculously detailed. It's amazing. It, yes. And that's really where I wanted to go. I'm like, where does this lead to? Like, what, what, what's going on? Like, I get like, this is like the joke. It's rock. It's rock star. They do that stuff. I'm just like, what's, what they got going on? And then they just, they just catch, they just, you know, catch on fire. So I hope I see them again. I kind of want to, maybe then I'll kill them all. But I do remember, I want to catch, I remember Nosferatu is in the game. <laughs> yeah, I caught him. I did was, that in my first very, playthrough, and I weird. haven't done it the second time yet. But I don't. I remember getting into him like on accident. So I'll wait. I haven't even gotten to like the main. What's the big town? What was it called? Uh, San Denis. Yeah, I haven't been there yet. Um, I've been in a very like limited part of the map. It's a um, cool place. I don't go over there that often. I like staying in. Um, I've been in Valentine and Rhodes, and then yeah. once you beat the game, you end up in Blackwater. I like being on that side of the map. Yeah. Everything where it's not so like industrialized and modern. Mm-hmm. I kind of like I, I want I like the feeling of the old west and stuff. I like just that. remember Saint Denis, like from online, like that's where I got everything. Like that's where you like every yeah, single store is there. Like like that. I just remember that, but I haven't even been over there yet. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited to. I mean, I'm just playing like. 
I haven't had a whole lot of time, so I'm like just doing like I have time for like a mission or two, and then I and then I'm done. So like it's a very slow grind, but oh well. I was like I needed something to play for like two weeks, and then uh, the new Battlefield comes out tomorrow. But apparently that's not getting very great reviews, which is disappointing. And it's like the dumbest things too, where it's like it's a big map, but there's not a lot going on. I'm like, well, that's disappointing because like the game looks super cool. But what about the Guardians of the Galaxy game? I've thought about it because it's been getting decent reviews, but like, I don't know. I think it's a weird I, choice that you can only play as Star Lord. I find yeah, that very strange. It is. It is. It's bizarre. But like, I don't know. Is it third? I don't know. Is it third person? Is it's it first third person? person. It's third person. It's just can like it's the like first. It's exactly like the Avengers game. I'm gonna re-download that when Spider Man comes out, just to try it, just see what's going on. The trailer looked awful for the Spider Man, but I'm like, it's Spider Man. I gotta play it. So, yeah, but... it was like, oh, what was the, like, it was like Spider-Man, colon, oh, what was it? It's like, Friendly Neighborhood or something like that. Something oh, dumb. Weird. What was it called? Um, Marvel's Avengers Spider-Man. Um... Oh, here's an article. Marvel's Avengers Spider-Man DLC is making a huge mistake. I love that. This, remember, was supposed to come out quarter one of 2020. It was supposed to come out, like, a few months after the game came out, which was yeah. in May. Yep. And uh comes out at the end. Of- oh, great responsibility. That's what it was. Oh, that's kind of cheesy. It is super cheesy. But it's Spider-Man. That's kind of the idea. So that leads into, and that was a pretty good segue, uh, on accident, I did. Uh, the Spider-Man trailer came out uh, two days ago. Tuesday? Yeah, two days ago. Yes. Um, I watched it as soon as it came out. I don't know if you guys could tell by how quickly I sent it to you. I also uh, watched it. As soon like, as it I out, stopped. I was doing nothing. I stopped what I was doing. I'm like, it's 8.30. I got to watch this trailer. And boy, this trailer was really good. Um, I would have said that regardless, to be fair. Um, but it showed just like it showed all the, the villains, uh, which I loved. Loved seeing all of them. Um, I'm glad it didn't show the Spider Man, which I'm still banking on. They're going to be. In this I don't movie. think they're going to be in it. I think it's 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 ridiculous if they're not in this movie. If they are in it, then this is like the best kept secret ever. But I, I think it's the worst kept secret because I think everyone in the world knows they're going to be in this movie, but they refuse to tell us. I, but I think people are getting really, really excited, hoping they're going to be in the movie. They're going to be really bummed out when they're not. So I'm just going to tell myself they're not in it. But so don't you think? Out. Don't you think they kind of hinted that they're in it by at the end of the trailer when Doctor Strange said, "I can't." They're coming through, even though that was like, I don't think that was the beginning. Of, I think that seemed like an end of the movie or like climax type moment when he said that and then like the three like bolts of like I don't know not like light I guess came down on the mm-hmm. Statue of Liberty I bet that's them though maybe it I could don't be. know it's I just, just I'm trying not to get my expectations too high and then did you see it's crazy that people there was a Brazilian trailer there was a different trailer for uh, in Brazil where it's the final scene of the trailer where it's uh, Tom Holland jumping at uh, Sandman, Electro, and Lizard, and it's a like maybe two seconds longer of that shot that we saw. Where if you look at the lizard, he's jumping clearly below where Tom Holland is, and it sees him like 
where it sees him like gets punched in the face. Like it's so clear, clear as day that he gets punched in the face, but by something invisible. So people are like, did a Spider-Man like punch? They just edited him out. Like if so, then they needed to look back at that trailer because whoever released that definitely doesn't have a job anymore because it is like, you need to look this up because it's so clear that the lizard just gets punched in the face. Mm -hmm. Let me see if, let me see if I can send it to you and then. um, Yeah. I had the same exact thing happen to me with the last Jedi. So I am tempering my expectations for this because yeah, with that movie, there were a lot of fan theories and like what a lot of people wanted to have happen, and it didn't, and then people were very disappointed. So I'm trying it's, to... It's true, but this is... I mean, I said this when it came out, and you could probably agree with me. This is the biggest movie, movie of my lifetime. Like, Yeah, yeah, probably. I, this is absolutely crazy. But the, like, especially... Even if, Tom, or if uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire aren't in this... Even with all the villains, just seeing Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe again, I mean, I'm sold. I'm already ecstatic as it is. So I think I just sent it. I think I just sent through. Uh, but oh my god, I'm I love the redesign of Electro as well. I wonder if it, like, that's just gonna be how he looks the entire movie, or if he like evolves over time. The design looked cool, but like it was, he was clearly CGI in the trailer. It did not look great. No, but I mean, that's going to be difficult. Like that's a difficult one to pull off. I just think we're so spoiled when it comes to CGI. I guess that's why it's so easy to spot it when it's not good. Yeah, and that's tough because like even there were even moments in like The Mandalorian where like, man, that CGI looked terrible, and then we move on. Like I like it's not. The most breaking thing to me. If this no, it won't. CGI, that, like, that CGI does not ruin a movie for me. No, like I even said, even if it looks terrible, but you told me it was practical effects, I'm all for it. Like a lot, even bring up the Mandalorian again, or even the like newest Star Wars trilogy. Star Wars, a lot of it was all practical. practical, and it looked it looked awful, but I loved it. Well, except for the prequels, but the original That's trilogy yeah. and the sequel trilogy are yeah. all like uh, the Last Jedi. When it brought up Yoda again, he looked horrible, but he was a puppet again, and I'm all for it. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean... So Yoda should be. He looked terrible. Like, it looked so out of place, but I'm all for it. So, I mean, it's granted, it's difficult to make Electro with uh, practical effects, or Sandman, who I'm guessing is probably going to be a big thing of sand for most of the time. Like, I doubt we see a lot of Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah, I'd be surprised. But I'm excited because he was the best part of Spider-Man 3. He was really good in that. Uh... I'm excited to see the lizard again. It looks like they didn't redesign it, which is kind of lame. Because they just need to give him a bigger like mouth, and then you kind of nailed it. But now he still looks like a dinosaur type thing. But um, I loved the uh, Doctor Strange uh, suit for Spider-Man, the black one, where he had like the whole thing on his wrist. Mm-hmm. I love that suit. That suit looks awesome. And then um, it looked like Doc Ock got like some Stark tech on his, uh, yeah, that's arm, what I arms. Well, <laughs> I guess, and I thought that was super cool. I'm just, I'm so excited to see how this movie, like, takes the original stuff that we saw in the last. Because, I mean, we have six villains from five movies here, and let's see how they make them, like, I guess, not just better because most of them were already really good. 
the Tobey Maguire villains were already really good. But I don't know. I'm just I'm just so excited to see them again, especially Willem Dafoe. I'm very excited. He's probably who I'm most excited to see again because I think he's the best actor out of all these guys. I don't know. You could argue Jamie Foxx as well, but I'm just well, yeah, oh, I'm excited. Great. He's I'm a great Green Goblin. Yeah, and just hearing his voice in the trailer again. Oh my god. I just can't wait. Spider-Man. Le- uh, less than a month. Now, less than a month. December 17th. It's now the 18th. So, we're good. Whew, I can't wait. I'm going to cry. I might. I know <laughs> <laughs> tickets come out the 29th. Uh, I'm going to be buying that as soon as I can. I, I mean, well, I don't even care if I go by myself. I'll do it. So. Nothing wrong with going to see a movie by yourself. No. The most egregious I saw once upon a time in Hollywood at like 9.45 in the morning by myself. And there was like 10 to 12 people in the theater. And I was the youngest person in that theater by 35 years. That's how I was when I went to go see Spencer. I went and saw that at 12 in the morning, which I guess 12 in the afternoon. Nude. (laughs) And yeah. And there was like people in there who I thought like at the end of the movie, they might be dead. They were like, very very old and there's one guy did we see like that the same 20... day maybe i think you went later that night i went at like four o'clock oh no i went or sunday i went that weekend at noon and i went was... sunday you was... might have gone saturday so i think the it was whole theater was the theater was full of just all old people and me uh, it wasn't even for us like the people next to us was just like a mid-20s couple and i was like really i didn't know this i, think that's I thought this early, would be a bunch of moms showings draws all the old people that's fair. That's fair. It was four o'clock. That's not really. Yeah. All right. I was just shocked by the age. I was like, I thought it'd just be like a bunch of moms, you know, like my mom that we went with. So um, next thing I want to talk about, uh, we watched the eyes of Tammy Faye, yeah. um, which I gave it a much lower score than you. Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. I, I liked it as well. Um, let me see, just to double check what I gave it, because I could be wrong by saying this. Um, yeah, I gave, I gave it a 66. Um, I gave it a 78. So I think you can agree with me on that. It's, it's kind of a big mess. It was a big mess of a movie. A little bit. Where I was watching it, and I'm like, who's the audience of this movie? <laughs> because at some points, it was a comedy. At others, it was a drama. And then it was just in between for a lot of it too. And you're like, who was supposed to see this? But the acting was fantastic. Jessica Chastain was amazing. Andrew Garfield was great. It was just the the woman who played Tammy Faye's mother was awesome as well. But I was just like, it's kind of a mess of a movie. Like the editing, the movie was going like a thousand miles a minute. Oh, there's a lot to cover. They were covering it is. the whole rise of Tammy yeah. Faye and Jim Baker. So I was watching this yesterday, and my dad came in, and he goes, what are you watching? And I'm like, yeah, it's Tammy Faye. And he goes, about Tammy Faye and Jim Baker? And I go, yeah. And I was like, were they really this big of a deal? And he goes, oh, my God, yes. He's like, yeah, they, they were, were everywhere. They were I'm like, that's just, that's just remarkable that these kind of people can just talk about nonsense. And like, Plus, we haven't. We also haven't really seen a movie like about like this subject matter that goes like this. Well, we had like the televangelists. Righteous, and yeah, stuff we have like the Righteous that. Gemstones. Well, that's that's like season two comes out. Like kind of the satire. Like this yeah, is more but of, I, like what actually happened. 
Yeah, but I still think like it did a pretty good job of showing off like like it's obviously a more scaled version, but I think it still did a pretty solid job of like like you can see a lot of similarities between the Righteous Gemstones and the Eyes of Tammy Faye. So um and it's just like those kinds of people like these crazy I don't want to I don't want to like say this, but like those crazy religious people like this, they frighten me. They make me uneasy. So I was like, watch this. They, they love, they people. really, really love Jesus. They do. And I know this was like based off a book, but like, I don't like feeling sympathy for someone who sucks as a person because these bakers. No, I don't think Tammy Faye sucks as a person. She's not a great person. I don't think Certainly not she, a good person. I mean, the movie has painted her in a completely positive light. I know. And even my her dad husband raped said, someone. That, yeah, but even my dad was like, neither of them were very good people. Like, I mean, it was, yeah, they were like she after was probably like, the whole knew thing, more like, than what she was letting on with yeah. like all the like this, like stealing money and stuff like that. But I, at the end of the day, I mean, she was doing stuff like she was very accepting of like gay people and would talk about yeah. AIDS openly, which was a huge no no for yeah. the Catholic or even like Christianity. Huge no no, and she was very open about all that stuff. Yeah, she, she was kind of against against the grain. I loved, I, st- I still loved, uh, Angel Garfield's performance got better and better throughout the movie. And especially when all the stuff like came out about them, I thought he was fantastic at that part where it was like, it came out that like, he like had like a homosexual partner and he's like, and you see that scene where it's like zooms in on him. And he goes, I'm done. And I'm like, Ooh, that was, you like performed that scene really well. And like, it was them being interviewed, uh, on CBS or whatever. And they're like saying how like, they were uh, unaware and I'm like that was really good acting there was like I was like they nailed that so I mean the acting definitely carried this movie um yeah you you can can agree with that yeah the movie like movies like this don't have to be like excellent if they have great acting performances then that's enough for me to yeah enjoy it and I think I mean I don't watch a lot of Jessica Chastain movies but I love Jessica Chastain um and Andrew Garfield is very picky with his movies even though he has like three this year um, he needs to be in more stuff, like, because he's a really underrated actor. Uh, so, and I mean, we get to see him. I don't know if you're watching this tomorrow, but Tick Tick Boom comes out tomorrow. Yeah, I'll watch which looks really good. So, I'm at work. I think I'm gonna watch. But so uh, again, another segue to four or five movies that come out this weekend. So, for me only, essentially, Psych Three comes out today, or it's already out. Very excited to watch that. I might watch that tonight if I have time. Tomorrow, Tick, Tick, Boom, obviously, Andrew Garfield and Lin-Manuel Miranda direct. Uh, did he direct In the Heights or did he just no. help? Okay. No, he so is wrote, this his he first? the music for the original play. Is this his directorial debut? Yeah. Okay. I don't know who else is in the movie outside of Andrew Garfield, but I mean. I don't I think, think it's I, a very huge, like, it's not an A-list cast. I know Vanessa Hudgens is in it, but that's oh, right, right, the yeah. only big name I know. Yeah, so that'll be exciting to see Andrew Garfield sing. Um, King Richard, Will Smith about the uh, Venus and Serena Williams' father. Richard Williams, obviously. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife comes out tomorrow. I guess all these come out tonight. But um, Come On, Come On with the new Joaquin Phoenix movie that looks really good, but will probably be in like five theaters in the state uh, of Indiana. So If that. Yeah. So we'll have to wait for that one to come out on, <laughs> on uh, 
on demand. So that'll be great. So, um, did I miss anything? I don't think I did. I think those are the, the big ones. There might be some so, other ones, but those are the only major ones. Probably a bunch of shit on Netflix that's going to come out that are, it's yeah, going to be awful. Netflix, but... Well, Tick, Tick, Boom is Netflix. So. Well, there's, I mean, Netflix pisses out movies. Seems like I think they week. said there's a movie every week. I think they said that. Or that, that might have just been for the summer. Oh, that was at the beginning of the year. You're right. They did yeah. say that at the beginning of the year. New movie every week, which, um, my God. No, I won't say no, but. So, I, mean, they, I mean, I would, I will say no to uh, He's All That. Well, you watched it anyway, so. I did. No, you didn't. I had to see how bad it was. Yeah. Um, so, do a quick power rankings of those four movies then for you. List them again. Tick, Tick, Boom is number one. Uh, King Richard, Come On, Come On, and then Ghostbusters. So, Tick, Tick, Boom, Come On, Come On, uh, King Richard, and then a large gap, and then Ghostbusters. Okay. I going to disagree with you. I'm going to go King Richard, number one. Um, then, probably for personal reasons, Psych 3, <laughs> number two. I'm going to add that for me. Uh, tick, Tick, Boom 3. No, you know what? Ghostbusters 3. Tick, Tick, Boom 4, and then Come On, Come On. Mainly because we won't see it for a month. But I don't, I'm really excited for Ghostbusters. I don't know. Like, like I, I mean, not, we're not not excited for any of these movies. Like these are all really big movies, but I don't know. We could wait a little. We don't have to see Ghostbusters, you know. Opening. No, it's, so. no, that's not. That's not like what in, like House of Gucci. I'm seeing the very first showing. I don't. That will not be beating this for uh, Ghostbusters. Don't that comes that out what Wednesday night or something like that. Tuesday is the Tuesday first. Night? There's there's one showing Tuesday night. Yeah, I we're gonna see it next week. I don't know what day. I think we're gonna see it with my aunt. I think she wants to go see it with us. So. I mean, Ghostbusters, we'll just see whenever. Because I know you want to see that with Matt and I. So we'll just try to figure out a day next week. We can go see it. It won't be, like, we won't get it spoiled. It's Ghostbusters. It's the third Ghostbusters movie. Who cares? Technically the fourth. Yeah, fourth. fourth. Don't forget about the female-led one in 2016, Alex. I'm sorry. keep forgetting about it. I didn't see it, so. I've seen the other ones, but. And then I think the whole cast is, outside of, uh, what's his name? God damn it! Um, the one that passed away, he. But the other three will be yeah joining back for the new one. Damn it! What's his name? I don't remember. He um, wrote an the episode of The Office too. No, the actor's name. Damn it! Is it Harold Ramis? I got it. Yeah. Okay. Him. Outside of him, everyone else will be back. I don't know about Sigourney Weaver. But I thought, no, it, that was she was in that. the 2016 one. Oh, was she? Yeah. Oh, cool. Good for her. Was she a tactica or was she taken over? Uh, no clue. I didn't see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will see it though before I see this Ghostbusters movie. Probably just because nah, I don't care enough. I enjoy I enjoy watching bad movies every now and then and just tearing them apart. If it's short, I'll watch it. But if it's like two hours, nah, I'm okay. It's just a waste to me to watch a bad movie for two hours. So um, let's get into the reviews. Let's start with Clifford, the big red dog that yes, you sir. made me watch. This yep. was somehow the best movie of what we watched. <laughs> Easily, like not even close. Oh, and I, so what did you give this to start with? So let me preface this. It's not a good movie. I'll say that. I gave it a 44 I'm let probably me, around there. Let me triple check that. It does. It's not good. 
Having I had said a good time that, watching it. I gave it a 49. Having said that, it tries. I it gave it a 43. Does. It tries okay. to have like a heart and to like – I'm sure kids love this movie. Obviously, we're not being – we're not the intended audience for either of these movies we're reviewing. I think kids are going to love this movie. I think, yes. I think this is going to be a huge hit with kids. This movie was marketed like crazy. Like, I would never yeah, have thought in the year 2021 that Clifford the Big Red Dog would have this massive marketing campaign. On, like, Especially for a movie on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. Like, the um, sixth best streaming service. Yeah. But it's it tries. It's, it is cute in parts. Um dog looks good um oh i disagree i think it looked awful the i think CGI the puppy looked awful. didn't look good i thought the puppy oh, that's was right. bad, that's... but i think yeah. when he was fully grown and really big i thought it looked a lot better yes so i said this i wrote notes as we went went along just so i don't forget it because a lot of this movie you could forget about when you first see clifford the dog it's as big as a pigeon <laughs> it's so small the CGI looks terrible, but the dog is cute, so I'll let it slide. The it's pigeons fine. were very bad. <laughs> the yeah, the pigeons look terrible. It was, we see Clifford fighting over a french fry with a pigeon, and I'm like, this is the worst CGI I've ever seen in my life. But the dog is cute, so I'm okay with it. I'll, you know. um, I had, here's my biggest complaint with this movie, and it's not even like really about the movie. Is it the lead? Elizabeth, what's your name? No, Emily Elizabeth? The, uh, no, yeah, Emily Elizabeth. No, the other guy, her uncle. Jack Whitehall? He stunk. So, this is my thing. Emily Elizabeth, the main character of the movie, is an American girl. Her mother is British. She then has her brother, Casey, played by Jack Whitehall, is an American. Yes. Kyle. Jack Whitehall is a British man. Yes, he is. So why the fuck did they make him American? Um, I don't know. Because his American accent great Amer- sucks. I thought, you, oh, I thought he had a good American no, accent. No, when you hear him scream, you could hear that British so clearly. He did a great job putting on a fake British accent that, uh, when he opened the He did. I was like, oh, because he has an accent similar to uh, James Corden. Like, that's how he sounds. I don't know if you've ever consumed anything with Jack Whitehall. Oh, I think he's he, was in ju- he was in Jungle Cruise this year, and I hated him in that. Was he British in that? Yes. So, okay. So he was you've- terrible. Yeah, I, I think he's a funny guy, like, on his own. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he was charming in some points in this movie. But, like, yeah, his acting wasn't great. But it's a kid's movie, so he was just trying to be, like, the jolly, fun uncle, which I can appreciate. Um, absolutely nobody respected him, which I was like, man, I well, feel, I'm starting to feel bad. No kid Emily Elizabeth didn't respect him. Her friend, I think her name, his name was Owen. Yeah, Owen. He didn't respect Uncle Casey at all. I was like, damn. Everyone is so mean to this guy. It's tough We're... to respect someone who like, lives in the back of his van. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's tough. But... It's tough. So, just the fact that they made Jack Whitehall an American, that really bugged me. It was just like, they could have just had him with the, his normal accent and, and get away with it. Maybe, so... maybe British people don't sell to children. But John Cleese was in this movie with his normal British but he accent. Wasn't, he wasn't the lead character, though. No. He was a side character. But I also didn't really know that he was in this movie, so I wrote a note, John Cleese is great. <laughs> you just gotta love having John Cleese in this movie. <laughs> just came up, and I'm like, this is definitely a kid's movie, because he is the most kid's movie character of all time, where he's just this mysterious man that sells magic animals <laughs> damn near in, in Central Park. So, that was great. Um, another note I <laughs> 
is that Emily Elizabeth's neighbor is in magic school. Is it an adult magic school that he's going to? Is there any other kind of magic school? for? I thought it was for kids. I don't know. He's in an adult magic school. And I loved that a second neighbor, again, made fun of this guy for going to magic school. And I'm like, I'm glad even in a kid's movie we can make fun of magic or make fun of magicians. That made me laugh. I was like, all right. Screw magicians. They're dumb. Kids must not be magicians nowadays. Yep. I guess not. Um, And then we see... (laughs) I just did not understand how Emily Elizabeth went that whole day of school and didn't know Clifford was in her backpack. It's tough to tell when a dog is moving around in your backpack unless he was just like stiff as a board the entire time. And then as soon as she gets home, he starts just busting around in her backpack. he's he's, He's a very curious dog. Yeah, and I'm just like, how did she go the whole day without seeing him in that backpack? I was just blown away because, like, as soon as she opened it up, she's like, there's a dog here. And I'm like, didn't you have to take books out and, like, put books back in? I know it's a kid's movie, but I was like, I think even kids will be like, how did she do that? <laughs> Is she just, like, the most, like, she just can't see or something like that? She just doesn't notice things? She might just be really stupid. <laughs> oh, okay. She's- except for with her, Except for her powerful and empower, empowering speech at the end. And her driving skills. Yeah. She I said think she the never movie driven. turned into like a chase movie for like the second half. Yeah, it really was. Um, loved seeing Tony Hale. You don't see him as the bad guy. but you know, he is a perfect just, kids movie. He guy. was great. I loved it. I don't know if you saw this interview with him where he said that out of all the movies that he's done, he would not be shocked if all this, because people were saying that scientists get a bad rap in, uh, in kids movies. And he said, that's what's going to cancel him, is that the scientists start to revolt against evil scientists <laughs> in movies, and that's what gets him canceled. And I thought that was funny, that even he can joke about his role as the villain in Clifford the Big Red Dog. The name of his company was very, is very lazy. Life oh, Grow. Yeah, Life Grow. He just makes Spelled food bigger. Spelled with a Y, though, and no yeah. W is very, yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, I don't know. It was just a cute movie. <laughs> like, watching it, it wasn't very good. It, no, um, it was it was not good, but it. Tr- I appreciate that it tried. It had a plot. There were character motivations. There were motivation even for the bad guy, which I can appreciate because a yeah, lot of movies I've seen this year, everyone. a lot he was of not the bad guy until the end. Do not have any of those elements. So. Yeah, I just love that. Like his character, like his goal is the most heroic thing in the world, but he just went at it uh, like a villain. Like he just wants to feed the world. Like, yeah. that's really what he wanted to do. But he just went at it in a villain way. And I was like, you don't have to. Just be like, I just want to feed people. Like, that's it. He didn't go at that angle at, at all. Um, he wasn't trying to feed, like, feed Clifford to people. He was just trying to see what made him grow to feed people. Yeah, that's it. He just wanted to make food big. That's really it. I love the... Uh, he wanted to grow life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I loved all, like seeing all the things that like they were testing on, and the the angry sheep. And he goes, "How do you know it's angry?" Well, the and then poorly it just, like, CGI'd starts... angry sheep. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was. He was like, "What's wrong with the sheep?" It's angry. It's like, "What? How do you know it's angry?" It's like, uh, I love the the dude from SNL as his little like side character, like his side. Oh character. yeah, I for, I like that guy in SNL, so uh, it was nice to see him. Um, another note: Keenan Thompson is a vet in this movie. Um, how did he get his vet license? Because he was the worst vet of all time. 
he was so like kind of thrown off because of how large the dog was yes but (laughs) just watching him you're like how did you like graduate school with this like attitude going in but that one made me laugh i just like that scene where he's like all right you take the temperature and he's like where the uh animal taking part like okay all right yeah, when I when I saw him in the trailer, I was like, "Oh, this movie may not be very good." Because Kaden Thompson's in it, that's usually a yeah. good, good way to sell that. Like, until he's like a lesser James Corden. Yeah, um, my favorite joke in the movie. This made me laugh is uh, when they are at Owen's uh, house and they see he looks it up on Zillow that it's worth twenty seven million dollars. Uncle Casey does, and he looks at Owen's dog and he goes. Hey, does Owen have an older sister? And that made me laugh. Because that's just like, he's just like, I just, I get it. I, I understand where he's going. He's like, I just want to live here. Like, I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> just, just talking to a dog. Hey, does Owen have an older sister? <laughs> it just made me laugh. So, you know, kids are going to love this. Young kids. This is not for like 10-year-old boys. Like this is for like no, this is, this is, is for young for, girls. Yeah, very, very. No, I think I think uh, younger all younger children will like it. I guess it was more centered. I guess it's very simple. I think it's it's a big red dog. Who? What little kid doesn't want to see a movie about a big red dog? Yeah, we're talking way too much about Clifford. Anyway, I disagree. I, anything else you wanted to talk about it? No, I've gotten everything out. I thought we got, we talked about this for the perfect amount of time. Okay, good. Um, let's talk about your favorite movie of the year. Home Sweet Home Alone, the fourth Home Alone movie, I think. Uh, I believe it is the fifth or sixth. Whatever. This is the fourth one that I know about. Um, and this movie has an absolute stacked cast for such a shitty movie. It's I, just I can't believe it. It you can't because every every like character you see, you're like, oh, I like that actor, and then you're like, this movie fucking blows <laughs> about it. So. You gave this movie a lot lower than I did. Oh, I forgot to fix the score for it. Uh, what did you give this one? I gave this movie a 5 out of 100. <laughs> this movie should not have been made. I was... That's <laughs> just so agreed. I mean, I granted, I gave Tom and Jerry a 5, but I don't think this is as bad as Tom and Jerry. I gave this a 22 out of 100, and I have math to back it up. That's right. I did math for this one. Um, I first gave it 28, and I'm like, you know what? I was thinking about it, and then I started to give... I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this a number, like all my criticisms about this movie, and I'm going to figure out what that score is. So, I came on a 22 out of 100. Um, I gave it minus 10 points because Rob Delaney didn't have a mustache. That was minus 10 points right off the bat. Rob Delaney looks so weird without a mustache. After seeing yep. him in Deadpool 2 as the perfect look of a human being, as his, what's his name, Peter or something like that? Peter. Yeah. That, I was like, looking at that, I'm like, that's the perfect human man right there with his big old mustache. And then he shaves it in this one. You're like, you have a naked face there, Rob Delaney. Um, then I gave the movie plus five points because Jim Rash was in the movie, who is the dean from Community. And he had the funniest scene in the movie. Um, with the, the uh, Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper were doing the bells in front of the uh, old people. Oh, the hand bells. And Jim yeah. Rash, who was in charge of that, was like, don't t- take this seriously. This is my career choice. And I thought that, that, that made me laugh. 
because I just love Jim Rash and I thought that was a funny line. So there's plus five. So we're at 95 right now. I then this uh, criticism was minus 50 points to me because they made a joke about how bad remakes are in a remake. Oh, uh, so it pissed me off so much. <laughs> that one, I was like, there's you 50. Joke in the 50 movie. points I, in the movie. I verbally was like, oh my God. <laughs> said that. So there was so that. So frustrating. Um, and then I gave it minus three points because the mother from flying from Tokyo lands in O'Hare. And I'm like, that's the worst punishment of all. Minus three points. Um, and then uh, the one thing that like, I could understand if you're going to make a Home Alone remake in like the age of the internet and all this stuff. Like that could be interesting. So the way they handle that in this movie is they block the internet. Minus 20 points. I hated it. So that all goes down to a 22 out of 100 because boy, did I hate, like you can make an interesting Home Alone with like all the, like the technology that's around now. And then they uh, just didn't because the internet was down. And I think that Ellie Kemper's character, uh, especially, was the dumbest human being in the world. She thought that a home, like essentially an Alexa, was a German woman. Like a real woman. It sounded like a robot in the movie. And she just thought it was a real woman. And I'm like, are you serious? And like, at not one point... So the plot is they're not like stealing this to like attack the kid. Like, this is they... my biggest let me talk I want to talk about this. This is the biggest issue I have with this movie. It's because in the original Home Alone, it was obviously the the wet bandits. They were criminals yep. trying to break into this kid's house to try and steal stuff. Uh-huh. So the the abuse that they took was justified. Yes. In this movie, they're trying to break into this kid's house because they think he stole a doll, a very rare doll that was worth like two hundred fifty grand. Yeah, and they were like, you know, "There's only ten in the world." Beginning of the movie, that. the first hour of the movie, which, by the way, this is a comedy. I didn't laugh at all. Oh, I laughed like at the, the first scene. hour. No, I laughed at two scenes. That was it. So, the whole first hour of the movie, they're painting these people as good people. They're struggling to make their housing payments. And I mean, they're like, they are move. good people, exactly. So yeah. when they're almost getting killed by this yeah. kid, how is like it's not the same? It does not have the no, same it effect. is not. Because they're trying to, like, all of a sudden they're supposed to be bad people. Like, the audience knows they're not bad people. The kid doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't work that, that way. Yeah. I thought that was the worst part of the movie. I thought it was very, very stupid. They tried to make the criminal, the quote-unquote criminals good people and then, like, get abused by this kid for 15 minutes. Yeah. The whole movie, there would be no movie because they, Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper's character, they kept referring to this doll as an ugly boy. And so, what's the kid's name? Uh, fuck if I know. I don't remember. So, the kid from Jojo Max. Rabbit. Max. He keeps thinking they're talking about him and the, how they're going to sell him to some rich family and uh, they're going to do whatever they want with him. So he's like, you know, his, a kid's reason, he's like, oh my God, I'm like, they're going to capture me and sell me. Even though, so if only they said ugly doll instead of ugly boy, there would be no movie at all. Nope. Like all they had to do was just one time say, let's go find that doll instead of let's go find that ugly boy. And there'd the be entire no movie. plot and climax of the movie is based on semantics. It is because at the end, like after the whole house is destroyed, the, uh, 
He was like, we're just looking for the doll. And the kid's like, what? I thought you were trying to get me. And they're like, what? No, we're not. Like, we're just looking for a doll. And then the whole movie, like, like it's just all, like, it's a complete 180 after this kid fired a thousand uh, pool, like, balls at Rob Delaney's character, which I felt so bad for him. I'm like, oh, my God. They're getting, like, they're on the edge of death in this Yes, movie. and that's why, like, you, like, <laughs> it's different. You're not laughing. No. You kind of feel bad for him. Unlike when it was Joe Pesci and David Stern getting the shit kicked out of him. It was hilarious because they're bad people. It did yeah. not work the same way. Um, the only thing that the only punishment I thought was kind of funny is even before they even meet Max, the the couple they're walking in like someone's backyard and they just walk over like a a pool like cover and they just slowly sink in. They keep slipping. I thought that was funny, uh, but that wasn't even that was just because they just weren't looking down. That wasn't even Max's fault. It wasn't even Max's house. And I thought that was funny. Um, the other joke I laughed at was. Uh, the guy who played Jonah and Veep, he plays Rob Delaney's brother. And they're opening up like stocking stuffers and they all get like AirPods. And Ellie Kemper's like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. And he goes, that's not even the most expensive gift we got you guys. That made me laugh. I was like, he's just so like adamant about how rich he is compared to everyone else. And I thought that was funny. Um, it, that's it. That's the only two jokes that, that made me laugh. I didn't laugh once in this movie. It was the another problem I had with it was in the original. Macaulay Culkin, like it kind of builds, like he's you. You see that he's clever. You know, with the pizza delivery guy, he has yeah. the television show on and stuff like that. He has all the fake, um, all the life size posters, and like by the Christmas tree, acting like people are home when the criminals drive by. In this movie, the kid all of a sudden just starts making these traps out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. He just is all of a sudden the smartest kid in the world. Yeah. No, like build up or anything like that. I didn't yeah. like that. That's nitpicky, but I don't. I didn't like that. No, I, I understand there's where no, you're coming there's, from. There's because, no background to it. Yep. Oh, hang on. Breaking news, Kyle. Uh, Bryce Harper won an NL MVP. Uh, Juan Soto got screwed. Yep, sorry. Um, okay. Back back to what really matters. Home sweet home alone. <laughs> so, it, yeah, I didn't. One thing, another nitpicky thing that really bugged me was that this movie did, does not understand what uh, virtual reality is. Oh, my God. that was That one blew me away. They I was don't understand shocked it. Shocked by that. When you put on a, a lesson for people at home, when you put on a VR headset, when you look down, you're not, you don't see your actual hands and the clothes that you're wearing yeah. in virtual reality, like Rob Delaney did in this movie, to where he thought that it was normal. Yeah. And how did he not know that there was this big ass thing on his face? I don't know how he didn't know he was wearing a VR headset. goggles. That's pretty tough to like. <laughs> not realize that there's something on your face. Yeah. I can understand if the joke had, he woke up and then he just sees where he is and he goes, what the hell? And then he realizes that he takes, and he takes it off. Like the joke could have ended there. And I would have been like, that's clever joke with VR. But the fact that he was like, all right, easy jump. And then he jumps into a cabinet or a shelf or whatever. And then he realizes that he has Horrible. VR on. I was like, wow, this joke lasted like two more minutes than it should have. It should have just been the initial, whoa, where the fuck am I? And then he realizes that he has a headset on. But I just, also, you have to wear like controllers to be moving your hands. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have any. He's not. Yeah, they, don't, they don't understand. They don't, yeah, they don't understand what VR is at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was then, a really nitpicky thing. But it was, and also he 
like completely destroys his house. Yeah. Like how people can't thousands there of anymore. dollars of damage. Thousands of dollars. That was a very nice house that he was in. He he basically destroyed the entire thing. Yeah. That chandelier was just icing on the cake there. And which is nothing. an incredible thing. Over yeah. a doll. He did it over a, a two hundred thousand dollar doll. Not to really protect his house. Yeah. Because he was never really in any danger. Well, and then at the end of the movie they said that Ellie Kemper and them paid for the damages. Oh, and then they're all best friends and shit. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> So awful. Yeah. That was just this movie stinks. It it really it's it's really bad. And the fact that I hated it. I don't think this is as bad as Tom and Jerry. Because this movie really did rely on the charisma of Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper, who are two very charismatic people. Like they just weren't in this movie. They stunk. I thought they were awful. Yeah. It's just like it relied too much on that. And it just didn't. It just didn't hit at all. Like if Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper were really good in this movie, I think it could have been a better movie. But they they just weren't. So poorly written too, which also is it part was. of it. But again, it's a kids movie, and maybe kids will like this movie. But, but it is a kids movie. But it was very aware that adults were watching it. Yeah, there were some jokes that were tailored towards adults and like references and stuff. Like there was buzz from the original Home Alone was in the movie. Yeah, that like, one. I didn't know that was happening. To the old Home Alone movie. In, I thought in that was. So I, that I, I enjoyed that reference it. though, where he's like, "Oh yeah, my brother does this every year." I thought that was kind of funny. I was so like, like, oh, if they, I would do that I can't too. give it a pass for it, like being, like Clifford's just a kids movie because it's di- these are different types of kids movies. Children are really only watching Clifford. Yes, Few people are exceptions. We are we're weird people, so we watched it. Home well, Sweet you made Home me Alone. watch this. I wasn't planning on watching either of these. Home Sweet Home Alone has adults and children watching it because adults grew up watching the original Home Alone movie. Yep. So, it, yeah, I, I can't give it a pass for that. But, yeah, this, this is the second worst movie I've seen this year. And I've seen some shit this year. This is easily the second worst movie. Um, nothing will be below he's all that. I, I bumped that down to a zero. I don't think, I, I don't think nice. anything will be worse than that this decade. Nice. I only have one zero. Um, do you prefer the first Home Alone or Home Alone 2? They're both, I mean, it's the first one. It's a classic. Second, both, both are really good, but I, I like the first one way more. Okay. I know, yeah. I, the second one was just I, kind of a retread. I mean, it's still a good movie. It was way more violent, which I kind of liked. Donald Trump was in it. Your favorite person in the world. Sure. Oh, yeah. Big Trump guy. Me. <laughs> love, love him. Love my, I'm going to start painting that. I'm, I'm going to start Don. saying that for people. People are going to start thinking that. So, all right. There's Home Sweet Home Alone. Anything else you wanted to talk about? No. I, I. Oh, they made a stepping on Lego jokes. I didn't know that was still going on. Oh, there was a terrible fuck, fart joke in the movie where Rob Delaney farted in Ellie Kemper's, Ellie Kemper's face. And then, like, five seconds later, she, like, pulled his pants down. When they were trying to climb that wall, I thought that was so oh, very stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. too too cheap and lazy. Uh, I don't even think children would laugh at that. I wrote, also wrote down that the family drinks way too much milk, but then they actually talked about that at the end of the movie. I didn't know if they were because I was like, "That's so much milk they have in that fridge." I felt um, compelled to tear this movie apart because it's actually trying to be a real movie, unlike He's All That, which was just like an hour and a half long commercial. Like that wasn't a real movie. This are you going to watch the next few Addison Rae movies on Netflix? Because you sound like a five 
movie deal or something. I feel but. like I I almost have to at this point. I feel like I'm one, one movie in is I'm I'm in too deep. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch a second of that, so I'm okay with that. Um, I'll let you know how those are. No, it's okay. You don't have to. I don't care. All right. Do you want to, you want to finish this up with our, our favorite kids' movies growing up? Yeah, let's talk about something good. All right. <laughs> um, so, like I said, nothing past 2008. I don't think I have anything. No, I don't. Um, I have some honorable mentions I want to say right off the bat. I don't know if you do, too. I do not. I, no, okay. I have a couple. I can make up a couple. Um, I have four. Uh, one, Meet the Robinsons. I don't know if you watched that as a kid. I, I love that movie. It had that sick Rob Thomas song. Um, Little Wonders. Little Wonders, thank you. Great song. Great movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. This movie was sick. Um, I loved Batman Beyond TV show, and the movie was awesome. Uh, love that. It was Return of Mark Hamill as the Joker. It was great. Uh, Shrek. My girlfriend's favorite movie. Favorite kids movie. Shrek is, Shrek, Shrek is amazing. Um, and then... I don't think you've seen this, but I think this is right up your alley. It's Studio Ghibli movie, or Ghibli, I don't know how to pronounce it still. Spirited Away. It's one of the greatest animated movies of all time. Like, it's a 97 out of 100. It's that good for me. Um, I think you'd love it. Uh, I watched that as a kid, uh, reading subtitles as like an eight-year-old. I was like, wow, this movie's really cool. <laughs> it made me re- read subtitles to watch it. And then it made me watch like three or four more uh, Studio Ghibli movies. So, And they're all good. So... I recommend you watch Spirited Away. It's really good. Uh, I'll go first with my number five. Or what your honorable mention, sorry. I've got a couple. Um, I don't have Toy Story on my list, but I feel obligated to say that I loved it as a kid. Just didn't crack my top five. Personal top five. Yeah. Um, E.T. I watched that a lot as a kid. Love that movie. Very sad. But it's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I know I talked to you about it, but Mary Poppins did not crack my list. But yeah. I love it. Love Mary Poppins. Those songs were so catchy as a kid. And plus, I secretly I think my parents wanted Molly and I to act like John and uh oh, fuck, oh I believe that thing. oh Michael and Jane um at the end when like they were really nice and obedient. I think that was maybe like a long con of them trying to act of us trying to act like them. Yeah. Um, and a lot of old like classic disney movies like snow white cinderella sleeping beauty watch those a ton as a kid yeah um i want to say for my top five because you'll notice maybe a couple movies are missing uh i didn't put in the goonies i watched it as a kid a lot but like i think i I, I realized like i realized it like later on that i'm like wow this is actually really good um and then i didn't allow uh holiday movies because i only watched that around like so adam's family Mm -hmm. is not on this one so, because I only watched that in October and stuff like that. So, those two movies, I mean, if you know me, those are two of, like, I love those movies. So, they're not on there because I don't think as a kid I re- even realized that, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm watching The Goonies, but, like, I-, I didn't realize until later on that I'm like, oh, I really do love this movie. So, my number five, again, this is the this is the oldest movie on my list, but you'll realize it's Willy Wonka and the, the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Even as a kid, I was like, this movie is awesome. And then I watched this the uh, remake or sequel or whatever the fuck, and it sucks. And I hated it. And I'm like, hate, let's just bring it. back uh, Gene Wilder. And oh, hello, ambulance. Um, and I, it's just it's it's a perfect movie. It's so good. It's almost a perfect movie. I think I have it like a 98 or something like that. It's so good. So, yeah, that one. I mean, that one you had to see was coming. 
So, I, honestly, all five of these, you're going to anticipate seeing these. So, uh, you're number five. My number five, I have to do it to him. Saw this movie in theaters and then a whole bunch afterwards when it came out. It's Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Of I, I saw that in theaters. It was the only one I saw in theaters. Or the first one movie I saw in theaters. As a kid. I, Molly and I watched this all the time. It was so much fun. I mean, it's just there was like two or three different lightsaber duels. It was so cool. The, the beginning of Darth Vader. Um, the cheesy dialogue. Oh, it sucks. Now it's the worst dialogue adult, ever. But as a kid, it like worked. Yeah, I thought Love Anakin it. was so cool as a kid. And then I like he was the coolest guy ever. And then I was awesome. watched it as like a thirteen year old. Like he sucks. <laughs> like I, I, I do remember from being like obsessed with Anakin in that movie, and then realizing, oh, he stinks. This Obi Wan guy is really cool, though. Oh, even like, as a kid, like, Obi Wan really is the best part of this. He's the best part of this. No, Anakin. Anakin was he was he was just the way he's he a fought, badass. He was very was athletic, kid. and he's just a badass. He was, yeah. he was sick. I do remember growing up that I thought Revenge of the Sith was really good. And I knew that the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones stunk. I, oh, I did enjoy were, that as a kid. I loved I thought those were bad. I thought they were the best movies. Every time, everyone I watched, I thought it was the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> well, that's that's what you feel as a kid. Is the next movie you see is the best movie you've ever seen. Exactly. That's that's how you feel. Um, I, what was so? I thought about putting this on my. I should have put this on on my uh, honorable mentions. But the first movie I've ever seen in theaters. Do you know what yours was? Oh shit! I don't remember. So I know because my mom keeps telling me all the time. I doubt anyone saw it. It's called Atlantis. Uh, I think. It's oh like, yeah, I've heard it that. came out in like 2003. So I was like five years old. Uh, it's like my, uh, it's a uh, Michael J. Fox, and then I don't know anybody else in the movie. But it, I mean, it's them just going down discovering Atlantis, and uh, I thought it was sick. I thought it was a sick movie. I should have added that on my honorable mentions. Atlantis: The Lost Empire. So. I think someone else is in this. I don't remember. Leonard Nimoy is in the movie. Mr. Spock. Yep, that's it. Jim Cummings. Know, Matt. We had to get we had to get Star Trek in this episode about yeah. that. So that was should have been an honorable mention because it's the first movie I ever I ever uh, ever saw in theaters, and I I did enjoy it as a kid. It's not a good movie at all, but I enjoyed it. Uh, so my number four is Holes. I love Holes. I watched this movie. If this was on every day on like Disney Channel, Kyle, I would watch it every day. Which which holes are your favorite? What? <laughs> you broke me that <laughs> You weren't expecting that one, were you? That was such a bizarre question. What holes was your favorite? What? You broke me there for a second. I was motionless. <laughs> that was a bizarre question to ask. <laughs> I thought this movie was so cool. Like, I, this might be, if I was to list like my five most watched movies, I bet this would be like up there, like with two movies that are going to be on this list. So I won't say this might be like number three or four. I watched this so much, and you had what was the song? No diggity, was it? No, right? Never saw holes. No, dig it. It's awesome, dude. It's a really good movie. It's a stacked cast as well. Obviously, you have Shia LaBeouf. You have Sigourney Weaver. Shout her again. John Voight is in the movie. Um, uh, what's the other guy's name? You just rented a movie with him. Um, oh, boy. He's in Watchmen. Um, I don't know. He's the mirror man. What's that actor's name? 
He has three names. Oh, Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson, yeah. He plays uh, Mom. John Voight plays Mr. Sir. That's his name. It's just... It's just... No, he's not. Uh, is Sigourney Weaver Mom? I don't remember now. It's a great movie. You would love it. Dulé Hill is in the movie. Love seeing him. Love Dulé Hill. Shout Psych. It's just... It, it's a lot of fun. It's a really cool movie. And uh, I'll always remember that Stanley Yelnats is... Yelnats is Stanley backwards. So his name is Stanley Yelnat. You know, all that stuff. So it's a great kids movie. You, I think it, it's, I think you would like it too. You, you should watch it. If it's on Disney plus, I'm pretty sure it is. So it's, it's worth, it's worth your time. Uh, your number four then. My number four is Aladdin. This is oh, nice. first of, I think three Disney movies on my list. Prince Ali but is my favorite Disney song. Great music. Robin Williams is iconic as yep. a genie. Hilarious character as a kid. Oh and yeah, of course. It, it, it's, it's just classic Disney movie. They, the Renaissance they had in, in the nineties. Was that the first one of the Renaissance? Ooh, I don't know. Um, what's your favorite song? I'll look it up. Oh boy! I, well, obviously, Whole New World has to be up there. Love that song. Um, How do you spell Renaissance? Arabian. <laughs> I love the the first opening song, Arabian Nights. I think that's oh, okay. really catchy. Uh, they're they're all good. Like... One... Oh, they're Little Mermaid great. is the first one. Oh, that's a good one, too. Another honorable mention. Part of Your World is one of my favorite Disney songs. Yeah. So it is Disney Renaissance. Dude, what a freaking movie. Uh, it is Little Mermaid, The Rescuers Down Under, which I think. Rescuers like... Down Under is pretty good. Is that the Rescu- squirrel movie? Chipmunk no, it's squirrel? the uh, mice. Oh, whatever. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, Pocahontas, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules, which I loved. That could have been on Hercules is awesome. Uh, Mulan, and then it ended with Tarzan. Dude, those are great movies. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen The Rescue of Star Wars, Pretty good. Solid sequel. Oh, it's a sequel? Yeah. Rescuers was the first movie. That makes sense now. Yeah. Those are, those oh, it's a sequel to the 1977? Oh, I remember this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bob Newhart is in it. John Candy. Well, all right, back to Aladdin. <laughs> After that side uh, topic, I I went as Aladdin for Halloween one year. Oh yeah, as a kid. Yeah. Did Had the, uh, the red the red cap and the purple vest and and everything. That's a joke in a uh, in the new Bo Burnham special. He he, uh, it's a song about being problematic, and he said that he went as Aladdin as in Halloween. He goes, "I didn't darken my skin, but." He's like, it still feels weird in hindsight to go as a Aladdin. Yeah, a little fun. bit. It's all I'll remember now. So, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's a great kid's costume. Very simple. It is. You just put on like trash, essentially. Yeah. Did you like the remake of Aladdin? I did. I enjoyed it. I think it, it stinks. Not oh, it stinks, but it's it. not. It's it not pretty good. good. It's the worst of the ones I've seen. I haven't seen Dumbo, but, you know, it, it's not. I don't know. It's a Guy Ritchie film, which is weird. Yeah, like in the low 70s or something like that. I enjoyed oh, it for I what it was. I think I like a 60 or something like that. Maybe. Will Smith was good. Uh, he was very good. I, that was, that, he was usually the best part of that movie. The guy Scott who played... was good as Jasmine. Uh, the guy who played uh, Jafar sucked. Yeah, he so kind of bad. Sucked. He was so bad. <laughs> um, okay, my number three. Uh, these top three, you're going to see them all coming. It's Toy Story 2 for me. It's the mm-hmm. best Pixar movie. It's... Oh, my God. Uh, it's... 
according to Rotten Tomatoes, it's the highest or it's the highest rated movie of yeah, all Rotten time. Rotten Tomatoes so is never correct. Yeah, but it not fills, the, it's not it, the bar that should be. It fills my used. narrative, Kyle. I love Toy Story too. It was sick. It introduced Jesse, uh, Prospector. Is that his name? I never remember. Um, and then you got Zerg, who it I thought a Star was so Wars cool. Subplot. Yeah, I thought Zerg was the coolest thing in the world as a kid, even though he has like six to seven minutes of screen time. If that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if that. It's the smallest little <laughs> side quest thing that Buzz has. Uh, it's just great. And the opening scene. I thought was so cool, like but like in the video game essentially, but like Buzz going through and like hopping on those like uh, mm-hmm. pe- floating pe- pedals, pedestals yeah. or whatever. I thought it was so cool. I I love Toy Story too. And you got at the end with the uh, the baggage area, total like it totally ruined what I thought of that uh, of that like baggage claim area or whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought it was yeah. like essentially a. a an amusement park for luggage and it's just not and it's really disappointing no, it's not at all <laughs> so i love toy story too it's it's amazing uh, i'll watch it all the time perfect movie 99 out of 100 i love toy story too uh you, then your number three number three is the lion king another yeah. Dis- another disney classic great songs funny characters pumbaa and timon were hysterical still are i love funny. that you said that backwards Pumbaa and Timon. Yeah, you said way. Timon and Pumbaa. Pumba. I've way. never heard anybody say it's Pumbaa. It's well, Pumba. I just did. I'll be the first to say it. <laughs> okay. You have but to stick were, with that now. They were great. Um, very funny characters. Even in the remake, I thought Billy Eichner and uh, Seth Rogen were very funny. As, yeah. When, uh, they as made Pumbaa the, and Timon. Beauty... <laughs> and the, when they did the uh, Be Our Guest. At, uh, oh, I lost I was my like, shit. In the I did too. I was laughing so hard. I, <laughs> I thought it was too. fantastic. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch Lion King one and a half where it just focused on Timon and Pumbaa? I watched Lion King one and a half and Lion King too. I bet I watched Lion King one and a half more than I watched the original Lion King. That's because I loved Timon and Pumbaa so much. I think I saw also, it I twice. think it's the only one I remember. I think we owned Lion King. I know for a fact we owned one and a half. So that's why I remember watching that. Um, yeah, dudes. I mean, it's the Lion Kings. Yeah. It's not on mine mainly because I just didn't watch as much. That's it. Well, it one of the one of the Disney. Aladdin and Lion King were probably, and the, my number one are probably the uh, most watched Disney movies from me as a kid. Yeah, mine was The Jungle Book, which did On not make repeat. this list. Yeah, I loved The Jungle Book as a kid. I watched that with my mom all the time. These are all just movies I watched with my mom outside of number one. Uh, like my number two, uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Honestly, I almost had made to be my, on my list. list. I. I would guess that number one and number two are the two movies I've seen the most in my life. I think I could quote 75% of The Sorcerer's Stone. I, I bet you would be close as well because you're the other massive Harry Potter fan yeah. uh, outside of me. Like, it's the most nostalgic movie I can think of. I'm pretty sure. It's just, it's The Sorcerer's Stone. It's like, whenever I watch this movie, I think of, it's like October 2004 or whatever, you know, and I'm just watching this as a kid with my mom, and we have a bowl of popcorn. And I'm like, this is it. Like, I love this. Um, I didn't see this in theaters, but I think the third one was the first one I saw in theaters. I think Prisoner of Azkaban was, because I think that came out in like 05. So, because I think Sorcerer's Stone came out in like 99, right? Yeah, it was either so 99 we were or 2000. One years old. So, I, yeah. you're not going to take a one year old to a movie. 
And then I think two came out in a one, and I was, you know, we're three. You're not going to take those people to. Yeah, first one I think I saw in theaters was Goblet of Fire. Oh, so, I, okay. Yeah, that was 07, I want to say, 06. They became like every year, uh, every year. It was every November, or like every November and every July or something like that. They would come out. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. Uh, so, I mean, the Sorcerer's Stone, it's like the most, yeah, it's the most nostalgic movie to me in the world. Uh, but it was, I mean, I loved it as a kid. And then I like, I remember, uh, I like you with Aladdin, I went as Harry Potter for Halloween. Granted, it was much yep. easier for me. Uh, uh, yeah, you don't really have to draw so much for that, do you? Just put nope, paint a sure lightning don't. bolt on your forehead and then you're good yep. to go. Oh, no, no, no. This was right before I got glasses. So they, my mom had like the, uh, the real Harry Potter, like the circular glasses. So Do you have the I, I had the hair. Harry Potter. I had I get a I had to get a, a black. I don't know if I actually I think I dyed my hair. I think I dyed my hair black when I went as Harry Potter. Okay, well I already have pretty dark hair. Like yeah, I have like you didn't have to do much the, there. I have the blackest brown hair you can have essentially, or the brownest black hair you can have. I'm right in the middle there. So and I already had like that haircut from the first one, uh, just a little bit shorter. So like I look I looked exactly like a six year old Harry Potter. So it was just it was awesome. I loved it. Everything Harry Potter is perfect, except for Fantastic Beasts, which I still haven't seen the second one. We'll see it someday. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, then your your number two. What do you number have? two is Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah, I figured you had this one. I know you I loved that one. I loved, loved, loved the original Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy as a kid. I saw them all in theaters. This. It's it was I love Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. I think it's one of, in my opinion, one of the best performances of all time. I he think is he is perfect so casting. charismatic and unpredictable, and so funny. I I think he's I think he's amazing in the role. Yeah, I I've only seen the first one. I don't even know if I, now that I think about it, I don't think I have it rated, but I've seen the first one. I haven't seen is the first one the Black Pearl. Yeah, okay. it's the original. But yeah, great. I, pirates were so cool to me as a kid. So like to see them. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was awesome. Like pirate ships and peg legs and eye patches and the whole garb. It was cool. I liked, I liked that stuff. I had a bunch of Lego pirate stuff. Were you a big Lego kid? Uh, oh, Lego guy as a kid? Huge. I was I not. So, Matt is. I have boxes was. and boxes of Legos. At my parents' house. Matt, Matt was a massive fan. It was like every birthday slash holiday. It's like, oh, let's get Matt the newest Lego set. I had so. Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. I had just regular Lego Pirates. I had Lego Harry Potter, Lego Batman, Lego Indiana Jones. Yeah, my, Matt had a lot of Lego Star Wars stuff. I, like, Lego, I think he has I the Death Lego Star, Star Wars or something stuff. like that. I don't, know. He, I don't think he has Death Star, but he has something... That's I almost massive. bought one of those uh, Lego uh, Death Stars this past year for like four hundred dollars. Yeah, that's absurd. They're so expensive. They're so cool, though. I I told Matt that like we used to always go into the Lego store in the mall at I think it's Water Tower in Chicago. Um, I think it's that it's that or Woodfield that has the Lego store. I don't remember which one, but I would always be more drawn to the Lego like architecture, like. Here's mm-hmm. the Sears Tower. So like, that interested me more than the new Lego Star Wars set that came out. I had a lot of Lego Star Wars Clone Wars stuff. Uh, the Clone Wars that I saw, the 2D Clone Wars or 
the, the Cartoon Network. So the 2D one that I saw. That's the one I watched. No, this is the 3D one. Oh, I watched the original Cold War, so yeah. like came up. Yeah, because I loved everything Cartoon Network, so. Um, okay, yeah. I, I never... I, Matt and I never were really into Pirates of the Caribbean at all. Uh, my, I, I had a video game see... on my Game Boy. There's oh, like yeah. more 2000s thing. I, had, I, I don't remember which one it was. I'm sure it was Black Pearl. Yeah, I, I went I mean, and I saw the two sequels with my uncle in the theaters, and the third one was very anxiety-inducing for a child. It was it was very intense, but I, I love it. The movies aren't great movies, but I love them. It's a fun ride at Disney. It is a fun ride at Disney. Yeah, they made it's five movies off a ride at Disney. Yeah. Oh, two of them breaking news really again, bad. Kyle. Shohei Otani wins uh, AL MVP. Yeah, so no coming. shock to that one. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure it was unanimous. Um, okay, let's go to my number one. I think any everyone in the world can guess what my number one is. It, it was is... unanimous. Okay, yeah. Uh, so is what my number one is. If you ask everyone, it's Spider Man, <laughs> the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. I would two is obviously the better movie, but again, I watched the first one so much, all the time. Every time my friend Riley would come over, we're the two biggest Spider Man fans in the world. We would watch the movie, and then when it got to the point where the spider would bite Peter, we would hide behind my couch because we were both scared because it was, you know, it's an extreme close-up of a spider biting into a guy's hand. It's terrifying and kind of sparked my fear. That and Harry Potter too, sparked my fear of spiders. And so we would, like, sit behind the couch for a few seconds, and we'd look up, and then we'd go back to the movie, and we'd love every second of it. And like uh, Sorcerer's Stone, I could probably quote, 75% 75% of this movie. Um, I can't wait to watch it again in time for No Way Home because I'm going to binge through all seven Spider-Man movies. And uh, I can guarantee I'm going to have the most fun with uh, just Spider-Man 1. I, I can't wait. I love it so much. It's so 2000s and it doesn't hold up that well that I absolutely love. I think it's it gets more and more perfect every year because it's it does, my, doesn't hold up. I think the first one... <laughs> is my favorite of the original. Uh, more than that, two? That trilogy. Yeah, I like it more. Okay. Yeah. I Because okay. Willem Dafoe is Green Goblin. I just, I love. I did too. He was so scary as a kid. But I love that scene where, uh, I mean, every scene, where he, he's in the he's in the burning building and he's like screaming like an old woman. Spider-Man's like looking at him. He's like, I got you. And then it turns around and it's, it's him in his whole green goblin out, like biker outfit tit, with just like a cloth over his head like an old woman. And it's just, it's so great. It's so cheesy. And it's just, I love it so much. I think it's why I like the Evil Dead movies as well because I just love the way Sam Raimi makes his movies just so absurd and ridiculous. And I just, I, I just love it. I, I just love it so much. And I just can't wait for more in No Way Home. It's just it's gonna be a big old nostalgia trip, and I I don't care. It's fine. Can't wait. Like you guys said after the trailer, there's no way Alex doesn't give this movie a hundred. And I'm like, yeah, you're yeah, probably right. True. <laughs> <laughs> Off of enjoyment alone, it's a one hundred out of a hundred. But we'll see. I mean, I don't anticipate it being a bad movie, so we'll be fine. I trust John Watson, the MCU right now. Um, your number one. I actually don't know what it. Well, I think I do. But I don't really. Just a side note: Aaron Judge finished fourth in the uh, AL MVP voting. I didn't even think of that. Did we have anybody up there? Three 
I was top five were Otani, Vlad, Semyon, Judge with three third place votes, and Carlos Correa. White Sox had like four people in the top ten of Cy Young. Or no, we had three, five. I think Lee, I think Hendricks was eight, and then I think oh Chino was eleven. What? Liam Hendricks what? was eight. I, he was like six last year. Did you oh, not know he, that? Well, that's because he was like good last year. Yeah, but to be fair, there weren't a lot of people this year for AL Cy Young. No, I can't believe so, that Robert Gray wasn't unanimous. Well, blame your guy for that. I know. <laughs> Some Yankee, there was one Yankees writer probably voted for him. Probably. Listen, I'm just happy that we got someone. I'm still slowly getting into this like being really good thing. <laughs> I'm just glad to be nominated. <laughs> so, uh, your number one. What number is one is The Incredibles. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, The Incredibles. I watched this all. This is my most watched movie as a kid. Watched it all the time. Great, funny, superhero action movie. Did you ever play the game? Did you ever play the game as a kid? I don't think so. I had the GameCube game. It was a lot of fun. It was. I remember it being really difficult, but I was... Six, seven years old. <laughs> it was very good. The dash levels were sweet. That's all I remember. There was one. Did I have a game for my DS? Oh, I had it for the GameCube. I may have had an. I may have had an Incredibles game for my Nintendo DS. What a throwback that is. Oh yeah. Do you you want to hear an, an even bigger throwback? My first ever GameCube game was Finding Nemo. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember why, but it was. I had a so, I had a leap boy. That was is that what it, is that what it's called? No, a leapfrog. Leap. It's not called a leapfrog. What the hell is that thing called? What are you talking about? The leap. What is that? Is that not the thing that like you? It reads stuff to you. It's a. It's like a game system thing. It's like an educational learning. I thought it was a leapfrog. Game system. Is it called leapfrog? I don't remember. What I had it's a Spider Man leap. It was leapfrog, but I had a Spider Man book with it. Maybe it is a leapfrog. Leapfrog. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a leap pad. That's leap what, pad. Yeah, that's well, what it is. Or is it a what is it? No, it's, it's leap, something. It's leap something. Maybe it is a leap. It's leap pad. I see it. Yeah. Leapfrog yeah, leap that. pad. Yeah. We got there. I had a Spider Man yeah. one. I had a Spider Man book with it. There was a. I, I had a <laughs> Believe it or Batman not. the animated series game for that. It was pretty cool. Dude, these things are like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Holy shit. These look a lot nicer than the ones I had as a kid. Yeah, Mine dude, these really are like touch screens, dude. Yeah. Oh, mine yeah, yeah, did for not sure. Look like that at all. Mine came with like a pen. You'd have to like point yep. at, uh, yep. like you touch a word and it'd tell you what it says. Yeah. Okay. We had the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> we would just have a, an early 2000s conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, let's see. What else can I say that's super t- early 2000s? Oh, did you ever have those? Uh, Why did I call it a leap boy? I don't know. It was a combined. Do you ever have that rug that's like a, a city where it's a bunch of roads on it? Yes. I had one of those too. They're sweet. I would just have like, we'd have a bunch of Hot Wheels. We'd just drive over on the rug. <laughs> I'm loving this right now. <laughs> um, let's see. What else is there? Outside of like a Pixar movie video game. <laughs> those are pretty big. I don't know. Yeah, I played those... Spider-Man 2 a lot. Um. The first Spider-Man game was weird. There was nothing you could like swing onto. You just swing onto the air. It was weird. You could also couldn't touch the ground. You could only go building to building, like the top of buildings. That's how you traversed. It was weird. Um, what else? What is Super Two Thousands? Sketchers. 
Sketchers. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when Sketchers, you buy it and there's like a comic book in the, in the Sketchers? Sketchers were the shit. Yeah, sure. When you get them, they'd light up. It's sweet. <laughs> Wheelies. Okay. Heelies or whatever the hell they're called. I never had one of those. I never did either. I, don't I thought they'd be so me. cool. I'm sure, yeah. Strict parents is a super 2000s thing. Yeah. <laughs> Strict Catholic You know what parents. else is a super 2000s thing? Is like going outside and like playing. playing outside. Oh, yeah, of course. Just playing at night. We'd play tag all night It doesn't long. happen that often nowadays. No. No, it doesn't. Hide and seek as a kid. I'd, screen time is a super 2000s thing. Uh, see, I don't think kid? we were ever like, no, not really. I, I My grandparents would be like, my grandparents were big on uh, don't get too close to the TV. Um, but not at my house. We didn't really, I guess because my parents were also watching TV all the time. We never really had that. Yeah, we were. I was thinking about that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Playing wiffle ball in the backyard, in my backyard, which is super small. Still having, hitting, uh, we played uh, wiffle ball, but with tennis balls and hitting home runs over the house. It would sound awesome with just like a real metal bat, but hitting tennis balls, they'd go flying. I'd try to hit the house on the opposite, on the, uh, opposite side of the street, which I never could. Like, I'd be lucky to get into the street. And then this was probably like, I was in high school, and I was like, let me see how far I can hit it. <laughs> with, with a kid's uh, metal bat or aluminum bat with a tennis ball, dude, I hit that thing over like the house across the street too. I absolutely bombed it. I felt like Barry Bonds. It was awesome. <laughs> Um, did you ever play the backyard baseball or the backyard sports games? I did not. Backyard ba- baseball, so- uh, basketball. Mm-hmm. I played backyard basketball. I don't know if you actually know the story. Um, where there were only two athletes in the game, and it was Kevin Garnett and Lisa Leslie. And Kevin Garnett was clearly the best player in the game. This was 2004. I was six years old or whatever, seven years old. Um, and I was like, I loved playing as Kevin Garnett so much. And, uh, I was like, I'll just root for whatever team he is. He's on. And it was the Celtics, and that's why I'm a Celtics fan. Which if in case you didn't know. That's that's the whole story. Which is very bizarre. Um so yeah, shout uh, that backyard basketball. It wasn't even the one with all the players, it was just Kevin Garnett and Lisa Leslie. Which were just <laughs> they were just clearly better than everybody else. So that's it. Um that's all I've got. Do you have anything else to add? I got nothing. We can we can end it. It'll be a shorter episode. Or I guess not really. Oh well. That's good. Um, I don't know what to talk about next week. We'll figure something out. Talk about all the movies that came out, but like, I don't know. We can just talk about all of them. We'll figure something out. Yeah, we'll yeah we you know we'll text each other. We'll figure it out. So, um, all right. There's episode thirty one. We'll see you guys Tuesday is when these come out uh, to talk week whatever week is coming up in the NFL. Do you know what it is? Ten, eleven. Week. I don't know. Eleven. Week 11. eleven, you'll hear me super no, excited week 10. about. It. No, no week, it's, week eleven. It's week, week 11. eleven. The Chargers had a bye. That's why they're yeah. five and four. Well, the Bears okay. just had a bye, so I feel like I've watched the Bears forever. Um, so you'll hear me really sad about the Bears Ravens game, unless something remarkable happens. I'm going to call it now. Nothing happens. Uh, nothing remarkable. The Bears are going to get their ass kicked. Uh, so that'll be fun. I can't wait for that. So, uh, I, I will. I'll tell stories about the office experience that I'll see on Sunday. So in case people want to hear about that and they're big fans of The Office, uh, I'll, talk, I'll talk about that, talk about my experience. So um, outside of that, we'll see you guys uh, Tuesday. Later.